0: What does motion sound like? With Kizik free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, January 6th. Now one of those dates indelibly marked in American history.
1: Stop
0: the Stop the Stop the right outside Stop the Capitol, there are scores of protesters outside this building right now, and we have been told by Capitol Police that the Capitol is in lockdown. not come here for nothing. Come on up, tell Nancy Pelosi what you think.
1: these protesters are inside Statuary Hall right now. You see the statues. This is a a moment I never saw in my life. We are watching an attempted sedition. We are watching watching an attempt at a bloodless coup in the United States. Those
0: were the sounds of chaos and anarchy that unfolded a year ago today when an insurrection on the United States Capitol took place and an unprecedented assault on American democracy that continues to this very day. As we commemorate that one year mark since that horrific day in American history, I want to make sure to take some time in the podcast today for you to hear directly from a lot of the political leaders who spoke today to mark the moment. You'll note that you'll be hearing just from Democrats. That is because Republicans, for the most part, have remained largely silent, which, of course, is the very heart of the problem we have as a nation that one of the major two political parties in our two-party system is ignoring willfully the reality of what occurred on the 6th of January last year and, in fact, remaining committed to the lie about the 2020 election that inspired the attack on the Capitol last year. President Biden and Vice President Harris addressed the nation this morning from the very halls of Congress where the attack took place, specifically in Statuary Hall. And I have to say, this was probably Joe Biden's strongest delivery of a speech throughout his entire presidency sort of sounded like the Joe Biden of the 80s or the 90s or the early 2000s on the Senate floor rather than the Joe Biden we hear day in and day out at the White House. This was a man on a mission and a passionate mission at that to piece by piece dismantle and debunk the election lie that Donald Trump, his predecessor, began telling before Election Day 2020 all the way through to the insurrection and nearly every day since. Biden took on his predecessor directly. He referred to the former president 16 times in his speech this morning. Though this is larger than just Biden taking on Trump, it is nonetheless remarkable to hear a sitting president take on his predecessor as directly as Biden did this morning.
1: For the first time in our history, a president had not just lost an election, he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power as a violent mob breached the Capitol. We saw with our own eyes rioters menaced these halls, threatening the life of the Speaker of the House. But what did we not see? We didn't see a former president who had just rallied the mob to attack, sitting in the private dining room off the Oval Office in the White House, watching it all on television and doing nothing. hours.
0: President Biden also referred to the fact that Donald Trump is spreading this lie to his most faithful supporters, all for his own personal political gain.
1: The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. He's done so because he values power over principle and because his bruised ego Matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution. He can't accept. As you may
0: recall, Joe Biden's campaign motto, if you will, the very heart of the message he ran on in the 2020 presidential election was a battle for the soul of America. And it is that battle that Joe Biden made clear today he refuses to step away from in this moment. And in fact, he warned that our democracy and the very promise of America is still very much at risk today. Perhaps this one line of Biden's today sums up entirely what is so perverse about what Donald Trump is doing and the fact that a majority of Republicans are standing by him doing so. You can't love your country only when you win. Just think about that concept. You can't love your country only when you win. That is the essence of what accepting free and fair elections are that are at the bedrock of our entire democratic experiment in this country and Joe Biden called it out so succinctly in that line that that one will probably stand the test of time for her part. Vice President Harris made clear that part of the work that the country needs to do, part of the healing. Of our democracy is to ensure that the right to vote is protected. Let's be clear. We must pass the voting rights bills that are now before the Senate. And the American people must also do something more. We cannot sit on the sidelines. We must unite in defense of our democracy. Now, in addition, to this huge existential problem we have in our society, that our very democracy is in peril. This is also a searing day for the victims of the actual crime that was taking place, the breach into the Capitol, the violence that took place, law enforcement officers, members of Congress reliving this experience a year later. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi made sure to hold a moment of silence today in the House of Representatives, and she also spoke paying tribute to the Capitol police officers.
1: That day and in the days after, they were the defenders of our democracy, and their courage and patriotism remain an inspiration. Because of them, Congress was able to defeat the insurrection, to return to the Capitol that same night to ensure that the peaceful transfer of power took place.
0: Something else pretty remarkable was seen on the House floor today, and it's perhaps one of the lasting images of the day. There were only two Republicans, only two, on the House floor at the time that Nancy Pelosi was saying those words and holding a moment of silence. Only two. One currently serving, Liz Cheney, the vice chair of the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection. The other Republican was a former member of Congress, her father, the former vice president, Dick Cheney. And to see the two of them, father and daughter, staunch conservative Republicans, standing there as the lone presence of an entire major political party in this country, really did exemplify the crisis our democracy is in. As I said, today is also a day of reflection for people that were inside the Capitol and experienced the attack, people who are elected to represent and serve all of us in the Congress. I want you to hear from some House members and some senators about the reflections they offered today.
1: I was within 30 feet of these nasty, racist, bigoted insurrectionists. Had someone had a gun, had two of them blocked off the door, who knows what would have happened.
0: Those of us trapped in the gallery, we lived it, ducking, crawling under, over railings, hands, knees, the sounds, the smells. We had a front row seat to what lies,
1: hate, or plain old misinformation conjures.
0: I'll remember what I saw the rest of my life. As I walked
1: back, it was like a war zone. And at 3.42 a.m., Vice President Pence, announced that Joe Biden was the president-elect. We
0: honored the Democratic transfer of power for the 59th time in American history. I mentioned that Republicans were largely silent today. Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, did offer a written statement this morning referring to January 6, 2021 as, quote, a dark day for Congress and our country. But he went on in the next two paragraphs of his statement to launch partisan warfare on Democrats for saying what he believes is that Democrats are exploiting the anniversary to pursue their partisan policy goals. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you may have heard me covering January 6th right here on this podcast one year ago today, where I tried to search for and find the best words possible to explain what I was seeing and experiencing in real time. Here's a clip from our episode a year ago. I truly never thought I would see pictures like this in my lifetime in the United States of America. It's infuriating. It's heartbreaking, truly. And unfortunately, it's totally predictable due to the president's behavior with the aid of his enablers. This is a day that is going to live on forever in American history. Mark my words about that. Clearly, January 6th has become a day that is going to forever live on in American history. It was an inflection point And it's one that we don't know how it's going to resolve itself in the immediate future yet. Our democracy is truly hanging in the balance. And as I mentioned earlier, one thing President Biden wanted to make clear in his remarks today is that this fight must be had. The lie about the 2020 election must be defeated. And it's a fight he's not shying away from.
1: I will stand in this breach, I will defend this nation. I'll allow no one to place a dagger at the throat of democracy.
0: That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow.